T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. St. Louis on a Thursday night, 8.06 p.m. I'm George Sells with you for the next three hours. KMOX at your service. And I'll tell you what, I was emailing back and forth with Steve Moore, our program director. And Steve usually is pretty wide open. He's kind of, you know, come in, talk about what you're going to talk about. This week, Steve suggested... I would talk about Cardinals. And then when you're done talking about Cardinals, talk about more Cardinals. And when you've done a little more Cardinals, then maybe talk about some more Cardinals. So we're going to do some of that tonight. I don't think that there's any doubt that that is the topic that has our town excited. I know that my house is excited about it. I actually managed to make the uh, the clincher game the other night at Bush Stadium. Nice to be able to sit in the ballpark and uh, watch the team win that. I'll tell you something. I was partially there because I wanted to see the dog pile. You know, they finish the game, the catcher runs out, jumps on the pitcher, everybody piles on, good time had by all. And I think it speaks volumes as to what this particular St. Louis Cardinals team is about. They didn't do that. Harrison Bader did a little airplane thing after he caught the ball and setter. But beyond that, they came in, they did their normal handshakes like they do at the end of every game at the end of all other 83 wins they've had now, I believe it is. And uh, now they have the you know, the team picture and the T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. So there was a little bit of, of panoply out on the field, and then they went in the locker room, poured beer on each other's heads like they always do. Uh, good time. But it wasn't the big festival on the field that you, you sometimes expect with these things. And I kind of like that, actually. As a Cardinals fan and as somebody who is hoping that this is going to be more than just a quick trip out to the West Coast and then uh, pack your golf clubs, uh, I like to see the fact that this was kind of a workmanlike attitude, a business trip attitude that this team is taking toward getting into the postseason. Now, I've got some thoughts on what it would mean down the road if the Cardinals were to go into that game, win that game, particularly against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And let me get into that a little bit later on because I will be willing to bet money that there will be some kind of a rule change and some kind of a system change to the wild card if that happens. It's going to cost a lot of people a lot of money. So we'll see. And how mad are you? Think about that for a second. How mad are you if you are a Los Angeles Dodgers fan? Your team is the defending world champion. 
Your team has just won another 105, 106 games. It'll probably end up being something like that. And because the San Francisco Giants just caught wildfire, you're in a position that you're going to have to play one game and depend on one game. And really, I think as I like to think of myself as a baseball purist, and though I'm, I guess, maybe a middle of the road one because I do like the expanded playoffs and stuff like that, but I do think the 162 should count for something. And it doesn't count for much if you can win 100, 100 and some games and you can get ousted in one. Or maybe you'd say it counts for everything because get yourself out of that position. But, uh, and, you know, somebody will make the argument, well, what about back in the old days when it was just the American League champ and the National League champ? But in those days, 162 meant everything. Because if you had to win more than the next guy or that was that, you were done. So we'll get into some of this. I'd like to hear from you. And I, I've got a question for you out there, and I, I would love to get some phone calls here in the next half hour or so on this topic. And, there, and there's going to be a caveat to this. My question to you is, what is your favorite all-time Cardinal moment you've seen in person? Now, you've been asked this question before, and here's the, here's the rule. Nobody gets to say Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. Not allowed. It's off the table. Uh, it's, you know, there, that, is, that is the Mount Rushmore of Cardinal events. It is off the table. I was there. It was one of the greatest. It was probably, it was the greatest in-person sporting moment I ever witnessed. And I've had, I've had a few good ones. I've been lucky in life, but that was, that was on another, another level. So we're taking that off the table. Tell me what else it was. And it doesn't have to be a championship necessarily. You know, it could be something, it could be a moment with your mom or your dad. It could be a moment with your kid. But let, let's talk about that. I want to, let's hear about that because, let's face it, this team is and has been the, the pulse of this city in many ways for many, many years. I think St. Louisans don't fully grasp or appreciate the fact that everybody's into it. A lot of towns, the whatever the big sports team is that's doing well, maybe they're going to win a championship, you know— it's it's sports and it's you know a guy thing so to speak. All the guys go to the bar, the guys go to the ballpark, whatever. Uh, you know, I I have never seen a more you know fifty fifty gender breakdown consistently at sporting events as I have at St. Louis Cardinals games over the past fourteen years that I've lived in St. Louis. And a lot of a lot of cities aren't like that. And so another thing that we get to enjoy for you guys out there. You're spoiled because you can actually talk with your wives and girlfriends about baseball and get them to go to a game with you without them acting like it's a chore. (laughs) A lot of places it's not like that friends. I got to tell you, I mean, I, you know, that, that was the day I knew I was going to marry my wife was when we were driving through Cincinnati, Ohio uh, on our way back from a U2 concert in Columbus going to Louisville and we're driving through Cincinnati, and I'm f- fiddling around with the radio, looking for something to listen to, looking for a ball game to listen to, because I could see uh, the Reds were playing at home. And my then-girlfriend looks out the car window. She's, she's like, are they playing here? I said, yeah. She's like, well, get off the exit. Let's go. That was the moment. 
that I knew I was going to ask this woman to marry me. And here we are now, 22 years later, almost 23. And she puts up with me and it's a good thing. You got to love that. But you, you get that with a properly raised St. Louis woman who, who knows that baseball is part of the lifeblood of America, <laughs> as it should be. So we're going to get into plenty of Cardinals. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what Mike Shannon said this afternoon. Everybody's talking about that. We're not going to duck it. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's just hard to know what was what's going on there. Um, but we're going to, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, price is going up tomorrow on some things, your parking meter and your gas. Got a 16 year old son who just got his driver's license like three weeks ago. Not happy about the gas tax increase. As he points out, I'm already broke. What am I supposed to do here? And then coming up in uh, our next hour, we'll also get into, uh, cars. Have you looked into buying a car lately? or maybe not buying a car lately because you can't find one. We're going to talk with uh, Tom Detweiler. He's general manager over at uh, Dave Sinclair Ford and one of the many car dealers fighting the, fighting the battle, trying to just get cars on the lot. And it is, it's, it is interesting. It's frustrating. As a guy who's in the market for a car, it's tough. I got to tell you. So that, and also... We're going to visit with Mike Claiborne later on in the next hour, talk a little bit about his Hall of, Missouri Sports Hall of Fame induction, and I'm sure Claib's left plenty to share with us on the Cardinals as well. So, lots coming up. I'm here with you for the next three hours, well, 2.45 now, and would like to hear from you. Those, get those sports moments into us. The number to dial, 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. Tell you one more time, 314 436 7,900, your favorite Cardinal moment that you have witnessed in person or got to be a part of, and you are not allowed to talk about Game 6 of the 2011 World Series, awesome as it may have been. I'm George Sells, Mike Anderson spinning the controls. It's 8.15 on KMOX. Don't just listen to the news. React to it. We are the voice of St. Louis. Everyone is welcome. KMOX at your service on a Thursday night. I'm George Sells with you until 11 o'clock, 820 right now in downtown St. Louis. Cardinal fever is setting in across the area. Got this Cubs series we have to get through, but, uh, and usually that would be really exciting, but the, seeing the Cardinals play the Iowa Cubs (laughs) after they traded everybody with nothing on the line, uh, not really as exciting. I think everybody's kind of just ready to gear up for, some playoff baseball, hoping to to get to some playoff baseball. And it does raise the question about how many teams should actually be in the playoffs. We got Charlie on the line from Oklahoma, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Charlie, welcome to KMOX. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, just uh, I, You mentioned you're a baseball traditionalist, and, and I guess I have to say I really, really am. Um, uh, the playoffs to me, uh, is simply a way of getting the world series into a little bit colder weather. Uh, I <laughs> would like, I'd, I'd like to go back to, uh, you know, the, the day after game 162, you start the world series. I'll tell you what, that would definitely make it interesting. I mean, there's no question about it. It's it, it, with that kind of stuff on the line. I mean, the pennant races that would be going on right now. Yeah, particularly in the National League, that Dodgers-Giants division race would be something to see. Of course, 
the money aspect of it is is such the big deal. Obviously, the more fans that they can keep engaged as long as possible, uh, the better for baseball's owners. I grew up at the, in the years when you had two divisions in each league, one team won each division, they went on, played a best of five, winner went to the World Series. Kind of like that. I liked it when they expanded it to seven games, though. So there was that. I sort of, I guess, I, I consider myself a traditionalist, but at the same time, it's like I, I do get dragged along kicking and screaming a little bit with a lot of these things. I was... Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if you like divisional baseball, uh, I guess I can say I'm old. I'm 70. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I listened to the all of the World Series games in the 60s on my transistor radio in school. Uh, and uh, it was just a exciting baseball then to to, watch, to go to Sportsman's Park. And I was just uh, posted on online uh, on my Facebook post today the, the honorary contract that they came around, one of the ushers brought around to me after I caught a foul ball. You know, like, nice. uh, at Sportsman's, you know, uh, it's, it's just one of those things that uh, you, you remember – for the rest of your life, it's been posted on a frame on my wall since, well, I think my, my dad posted it on the wall when I was in, I don't know, eighth grade or so. I caught it in 63. Uh, so uh, it was just a, a special memory. Uh, but, um, and those to, are great memories. Those are to, fantastic to, you know, I get, Yeah, to, to, uh, to be there. And uh, actually, uh, I, I was a kid in the, uh, at, at the Sportsman Park uh, with an uh, autograph book. No such thing as stadium security at the time, <laughs> and so you know I wandered into the locker room and and got to, you know a, a dripping wet stand coming out of the shower to sign my autograph book. You know that is fantastic. Yeah, you talk about yeah that's just something that doesn't happen anymore. Most sports, uh, it just any of them you don't have that kind of access anymore. There's some that are better than others as far as being able to get a little bit closer in. You know if you go to a Triple Crown race, like the Kentucky Derby. If you can get onto the backside where the barns are, you can get in and pretty close to talk to the trainers and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, walking into the locker room and uh, catching Stan out of the shower for an autograph—I don't foresee that happening with uh, Nolan Arenado anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, and as far as the playoffs go, I will say this: if we're going to, assuming we're going to stick with the current situation, the one expansion I would favor. And I want to know what you think about this, Charlie. If if you're going to have a wild card round, make it a best of three. And the reason I say this is because, like, and I was using the example earlier of the Dodgers and how mad are you if you're a Dodgers yeah. fan and it's down to one game. What you can do, best of three eliminates a fluke to some yep. degree. I was going to say the same and, thing. And, like and, any, team can, any team can get lucky or trip on their shoelaces on any given night. And you can also, and the other thing is you give more of an advantage to the team with the best record in the league because they end up facing a wild card round winner who just had to burn a lot of their pitching. So it gives that extra advantage for having had the best record in the league. So I kind of go with that. But, Charlie, appreciate you calling. Got to move on down the line here. Kim is on the phone from here in St. Louis. Kim, welcome to KMOX. Hey, uh, George. Thanks for having me. Um, I met Mike Shannon uh, several years back, um, I probably one of my first times ever being into Bush Stadium, and my husband and I were taking MetroLink home, and one of the security guards had like literally threw me onto the to the train, uh, and you and you never take a visually impaired person and grab them and do to that, do that to them. So anyway, I called KMOX, and he and Jack Buck were doing the 
the post-game show. And I told him what happened. And he got on the Metrolink, and I got all kinds of uh, gifts. And I, I didn't I didn't want that. I just wanted Metro to know what they did to a visually impaired person. So I got to go up in the press box and meet him. And at that time, I was doing some call-in show for Mind's Eye, which used to be Radio Information Service. Got the pleasure of, of, of doing that with him, and I tell you what, he was fantastic then, and he still is fantastic, and he's going to be missed in that broadcast booth. No question about it. I think it's interesting, Kim, that uh, you know, we may be seeing the last, or at least close to the last, of uh, something that you know, used to be a reality everywhere, everywhere. Like all over the country, back in the day, you had the baseball announcer that had been on the air in your town for 30, 40 years. I, you know, I went to high school outside Detroit. Ernie Harwell was our guy, just like Jack Buck was the guy here in St. Louis, just like um, Vince Scully out in L.A. And uh, all these, over the last you know couple of decades, these guys have passed away and uh, well, left first and in many cases passed away. I hope Mike lives a, a, much, a nice long life beyond this. But uh, the guy who's in the booth for 30, 40, 50 years, I don't know if we're going to see much of that anymore for no other reason than, like, I I take, for example, Joe Buck, who I think is fantastic. He is an awesome announcer. Anybody who wants to argue that point, you can can argue with me, but you won't change my mind. I think Joe Buck is one of the best out there, one of the best ever. But in his position, after a certain period of time, especially because he's so high profile, you make enough money that you could, if you want to, you can like, you know, stay home and hang out with your kids and, and do those kinds of things that, uh, you know, all of us, I think, wish we had more time to do who go out and work for a living. So, you you know, um, I would always call in when he he and Jack Buck would, would um, do sports open line. And I told them, since I'm visually impaired, I am seeing the ball game through their eyes. And I tell you what, the best ones can do that for you. No question about that. Kim, thanks for calling in. We've got Scott from Ledoux on the phone. Scott, sounds like you don't like the one-game playoff much. Yeah, hi. uh, Hi, George. I enjoy your show. Um, Yeah, I was um, just wanted to get others' feedback. My my feeling is, you you know, you play 162 baseball games and it comes down to one game. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I I enjoy – the fact that you know there is a an additional wild card team, but you know you compare it to hockey, the first round you've got to you got to win best out of seven. Oh, hockey's a round. war all the way through. I mean, I think that's why the Stanley Cup playoffs are so much fun. I think I yeah. agree with you. I think and I and here here's my prediction. I kind of started toward this in the fir- in the first segment. My prediction is this: if the Cardinals go in there into Los Angeles, I'm I'm kind of assuming we're going to play the Dodgers. The Cardinals go into Los Angeles and beat a defending world champion who plays in the second largest television market in the country, who just won 105, 106 games. If the Cardinals go in there in a one-game playoff and knock them out, you will yeah. see the rules of the. You will see the rules change, and probably well, next so. season. And uh, like I was saying before, for my money, make it a best of three. Make the two. You know. 
eliminate the fluke a little bit, but also make that team burn some of their pitching. Because right now, if you think about it, what is the real advantage to to being the San Francisco Giants? Okay, you got the best record in the league, and so that means you get home field advantage for whatever that's worth in a best-of-five series, and this year against either a team that won 105 games or the team that is the hottest team in baseball over the last month and and, and historically hot in the Cardinals. So really, either way, from their perspective, what's the advantage there? Okay, so the Cardinals won't be able to start Wainwright and the Dodgers won't be able to start Scherzer in game one. Uh, you know, that, and that's where I get to make them burn their pitching and then turn around and come and play the next day. And and so then, you know, even yeah. it's like, say the Cardinals went in and swept the Dodgers. You know, then you'd, there would still be a position where they'd be going to they'd be going to San Francisco the next day. Heaven knows what their bullpen would look like at that point. And they'd be having to throw like probably they'd probably be throwing Hap out there. Or, or maybe Michaelis, depending on how they decide to line their pitching up. Uh, you know, that is an advantage to a team that had the best record in baseball. Uh, it's not much of an advantage to have to play best of five against uh, a team that just won one game and then had a two-day break afterwards. So uh, I yeah. I agree with you. I think the one-game thing is is a bad idea. I think that the uh, collective bargaining agreement next next year, God help, God help us if they don't get one. <laughs> I hope they do. Uh, but I think that that will there will be changes based on that. And like I said, if 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 the Cardinals go to LA and win this game, I will bet a whole lot of money that this time next year we're talking about something being different uh, that will allow them a better chance of keeping a big market team like the Dodgers or the Yankees. And they're really they're in the same boat with the Yankees. Really, the Yankees are going to end up in a one gamer. Also, they have the, hmm. the they could lose markets one and two in twenty four hours. That is not what the powers that be in baseball want when it comes to making money on this sport. Great point. Thank you. (laughs) Scott, thanks for calling. A little bit up against the clock here. 831. I'm George Sells, KMOX, at your service. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Cardinals are heading to postseason play, but still have three games left in the regular season, with Game 1 against the Cubs happening tomorrow night. Here and here, Ameren pregame show 620, first pitch 715, on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX and KMOX.com. And we're back, KMOX at your service on a Thursday night. And a bunch of folks are going to be doing something that maybe you never really thought of doing before. Hopping in a canoe and getting out on the Mississippi River. It's going on this weekend. It is a, an event with Thrive Outside Communities. They're fueled by the Outdoor Foundation. 38 mothers and their children from the local chapter of Jack and Jill of America will take part in the Mississippi River in Canoes. That will be coming up here on October 2nd. And we are joined now by Rachel Bartles of Thrive Alive. And she's got so many titles. Rachel, tell me both of your titles because you've got so many. You are with River City Outdoors. And you are yes. also with Thrive Outside. So t- thank you for joining us on KMLX tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am, um, yes, I'm the director at River City Outdoors. And one of our initiatives that we are launching is called Thrive Outside. Okay. And I've been trying to get through this all evening, so you'll have to forgive me. But <laughs> tell me, first of all, the idea of taking canoes out on the Mississippi. Where it? was a natural thing many years ago. I think now a lot of people would think that sounds dangerous and maybe even a little scary. Yeah, I think that's generally uh, the perception. And I grew up in St. Louis. I've lived here pretty much my whole life. And up until a few years ago, that was also my impression of the river. We grow up, we think that they're muddy, so we think they must be dirty and they're dangerous. And at the same time, we have this amazing opportunity out there, like paddling on the Mississippi and the Missouri rivers is just incredible. It's an incredible experience that anyone can do. So tell me about what's coming up here on the second. So the second is called it's Thrive Outside Day. We were we are one of eight cities that has been chosen by the Outdoor Industry Association, their foundation, to uh, receive a multi-year grant to promote outdoor recreation and uh, accessibility for the outdoors for people in the St. Louis community. And so we're kicking it off on on this weekend with a paddle trip with Big Muddy Adventures and Jack and Jill of St. Louis to get these kids and their parents out on the river to experience this. And how far of a distance are you going to go? What's the, what's the routing out there? That is a great question. Uh, I believe it's, it maybe about ten miles. Um, that's a good question. I'm actually not able. I'm not on the trip um, this weekend, but 
that is my understanding. Gotcha. But they're going to get a chance to go by the Arch and uh, Chain of Rocks Bridge and all those great St. Louis landmarks uh, that we all know from being on land or going over a bridge, right? Absolutely. I think the trip ends at the Arch, uh, the riverfront right there. So, you know, just seeing it from that perspective is pretty incredible. Okay, tell me about the first time you did this. You've done, I know you're not on this trip, but you've done this before. You're helping organize. Tell me about the first time you got in a canoe and got out on the Mississippi. Wow. So the first time I actually, uh, I was in a kayak, a solo kayak. And the whole time I was thinking, we're not really going to do this, right? Like, we, like this is legal. We can actually paddle out here. Um, I was with a group of people. And the second you're out there, it's like you're in a totally different world. Um, it's peaceful. It's quieter. It's, um, you know, now out on the rivers, we have these sandbars that are out. So it feels like you're on a beach somewhere else. You know, it's um, very much an underutilized resource. And we're partnering this weekend with Big Muddy Adventures. They take people out on, they do River Time Supper Clubs. They do St. Louis Micro Adventures, uh, taking people out on the Missouri and Mississippi rivers on overnight trips. They do pedal paddle trips. Um, and so their whole mission is just to get more people out there experiencing the rivers and just to know that you can do this safely and it's something really fun to do right here in our own backyard. Okay, I'm going to ask the question that everybody's asking. What is the water like? I think everybody assumes that the river's filthy. So what is the water like when you're <laughs> out there? Do you have, is it one of those things that if you capsize, uh, you're in deep trouble or what, you, what is it like out there? Well, so that's a great question because my I'm also the um, on the board of directors. I founded an organization called the Missouri Confluence Waterkeeper, and we actually monitor water quality. Uh, we test for microplastics and other contaminants in rivers and drinking water. Um, and so, the water there's such a high flow rate on the Missouri and Mississippi rivers. Um, unless you're near some kind of outfall or someone who is like directly dumping into the river um there's such a high flow there that you really uh don't have to worry about it um you don't want to drink it directly but you know it's completely okay to go out and jump in the river and cool off and splash around with your friends okay here's the other one i'm worried about barge traffic okay barge traffic they're oh, much bigger that's than a you great one. uh so the barges on the Mississippi are kind of a different story. Um, the Missouri River, you know, you do come across them. And it's honestly the thing I was the most scared about when I was out there. And after you go through it a couple of times, it's really not that big of a deal and actually can be kind of fun because they kick up a bit of a wake and you can kind of surf your kayak or your canoe or your paddleboard over that wake um, or, you know, you just pull off to the side on one of the sandbars or on the riverbank, and it's totally fine. You have enough time. You see them coming. Um, with this trip we're doing this weekend, we're with very experienced guides. So they know the rivers. They talk to the barge captains. Um, and it's completely safe if you know what you're doing. Um, you know, you wear your PFD. You go out with people who know what they're doing, you make sure you check the river levels, and it can be not only safe, but just so enjoyable. And it's moms and kids, which has got to be a ball. Tell me a little bit about Jack and Jill of America, who you're working with this weekend. Right. So uh, they um, 
get kids outside experiencing these things. And it just seems like a natural connection to do for this Thrive Outside. A great organization, group of mothers dedicated to raising the next generation of African-American leaders while enhancing the lives of all children. And that's that's the group that is going to be out on the water this weekend. It sounds like there are a lot of opportunities for just anybody. If I'm a guy listening to the radio tonight and I want a chance to get out on the Mississippi in a canoe or a kayak, uh, but don't necessarily want to go it, go it alone, what do I need to do? Well, uh, Big Muddy Adventures just opened a guide shop. It's in the Central West End downtown, or not downtown, in the Central West End. And um, it's a lot of times people are hanging out here that they can answer any of your questions. You can call them, you can go on their website, and they can either get you on one of their existing trips, set up a custom trip for you, um, or anything like that. And here in St. Louis, I believe they're the only group maybe doing that. So um, they're your best bet. Well, there's your but chance. Yeah. There's your chance. Well, Rachel Bartles, founding advisor of Thrive Outside St. Louis, thank you so much for being with us here on KMLX. Thank you so much. And it's 844. Keep pace with the latest locally. Ask your smart speaker to play KMOX. at night, Thursday, KMOX, at your service. I'm George Sells, with you till 11 o'clock tonight, talking a lot of Cardinals as we move throughout the evening. Of course, the Cardinals would normally be in this slot where they're playing, but after a nice daytime victory, get a night off, and they'll get a little time off next week. Also, I'll actually be with you next Tuesday as they are uh, making their way out to the West Coast and gearing up for the big, big... (laughs) Wild card playoff game, but we'll get into more of that later. Uh, right now, as promised, going to get into a couple of things that unfortunately are going to cost us a little bit of extra money. Nobody likes that. I can tell you that my son is complaining about this in a big way. Uh, the first item up for grabs here is the gas tax. The state of Missouri, and you know, you can make the argument that they needed to do this, uh, but the state of Missouri finally increased the gas tax. It's going to be two and a half cents a gallon higher starting tomorrow. Now think about it. Two and a half cents a gallon. So what do you, what are you talking about? Like 50 bucks for a tank or 50 cents rather on a tank. Not the end, not the end of the world. That's what I was trying to tell my son. My son is 16, just started driving and he's furious. He's like, I'm already broke. I don't need more. I don't need to spend more money on gas. I'm like, it's 50 cents a gallon. Now he does understand the fact that we haven't raised the gas tax in years here. And therefore our roads are what our roads are. And that has been a problem. I actually, I, I don't have a, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who ever wants to pay more taxes who does, but I will say this, the roads in this state are an unmitigated disaster. I mean, we went out to Columbia uh, last weekend, catch a music festival out there. That was a good time, by the way. We have to talk a little music later on. Uh, Roots and Blues Festival in Columbia. But, I mean, there are, there are stretches of I-70. You get stuck behind an 18-wheeler. You're banging up and down on the road so hard your dental work's about to fall out. And uh, it's just not a particularly pleasant experience. And the reason a lot of that stuff has not been fixed is the simple fact that they wrote into the Constitution in a what was a politically expedient move 
uh, we will not allow the gas tax to be raised. And that's all fine and good right up to the point you can't afford to fix the roads anymore. I mean, my dad lives in Louisiana, you know, oil country. They grow the stuff down there and gas here is cheaper. And he can, he was, he was up a few weeks ago. He's like, you know, I could I could be at an offshore oil rig in an hour and your gas is cheaper all the way up here in Missouri. And it's because our taxes are so low and that's usually great. But you know what? We need highways that we can actually drive across. So for whatever that's worth, uh, that's what it's going to be. We should start seeing some more road projects again. That'll be a plus. And we'll pay a little bit more this year, a little bit more the following year. They are going to be, they're going to edge it up over the next, I think, five years and to where it will, it'll be noticeable by the time they're done. But yeah, I think we've, we've had a free ride for the last decade or 15 years or whatever it's been when that, when it hasn't been touched. So there we are with that. Meanwhile, also changing tomorrow. I don't know why October 1st is such a popular day for this. It's like the second quarter of the fiscal year. Uh, the city of St. Louis is increasing parking meter rates and ticket rates. So don't pay one. The price is going up on the other two. I don't know how much you get downtown, but uh, now uh, you're going to be looking at – what are those rates here? I'm so, the ticket rates are what they put on put up first. Uh, what they call low demand areas, uh, it's going up from a dollar to a dollar fifty. High demand areas going from a dollar fifty to two dollars on the parking meters, and you of course have the limits on how much time you get and all that kind of stuff. But you know, fifty cents, I mean that's uh, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a depending on which area you're in, that's a twenty five to thirty three percent increase uh, at the parking meters, and then with the parking tickets. I've never had one of those. Mike Anderson, have you ever had a parking ticket in the city of St. Louis? I have. When I lived in Soulard, they uh, used to do what the street cleaning the second Tuesday of the month, I think. Mm. And every now and then you'd forget that you were just parked on the wrong side of the street on a Monday night. That is the worst. Those yeah, kinds of things. I had that happen to me in Boston when I lived there years ago. And uh, my son also, one one first, first year driving kids story real quick. Uh, my son found out the hard way about parking tickets, his third day with his driver's license. He insists he was not within 25 feet of the fire hydrant. And that might be all well and good, but where he incriminated himself was when he said, and the paint was really chipped on the curb. You could hardly see it was there, but you could see it was there. So uh, we sent him down to city hall to pay his $49 parking ticket. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah, that was a Kirkwood, man. Those are they, They're not joking around out there. But that's also, uh, City of St. Louis, they're going from 40 to 45 bucks for uh, public safety parking violations, which I would assume includes the fire hydrants. Uh, your wrong side of the street during street cleaning in the city will go from $15 up to $20 for that parking ticket. I, so. I think it was only 10 when I was getting them in... 2000, let's see, I lived there 2013 to 2016, and I think they were only $10 then, so. Well, got to make some money somewhere, I guess, because, uh, I don't know, got to get it somewhere. That's what that's what Tre Treasurer Adam Lane says, rise in prices will be beneficial to the city's future, he told KSDK, saying, as a revenue-generating office, our on-street parking operations are able to add value to the city with these additional funds. Additional funds that will be coming out of the pockets of the poor folks that let the parking meter expire a little bit too soon. So 
If you're going to be down in the city, beware. Bring a few extra quarters or figure out how to work one of those parking apps. Those apps are actually pretty cool. Just You can like sit in the restaurant and just renew it, extend it. All good. 855 on KMOX. A lot more coming up in the next hour. I'm George Sells. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.